welcome once again to the Ebone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 208th time on this Friday, November 27th, 2020. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, The Seafood Sasquatch Effect. And there's the fade. This episode might be a little fishy, and I'm already regretting that pun. But anyway, this week we are talking about fish. Not anything I've caught, of course. It's way too cold to do that. But rather something a lawyer did to try and get people to buy fish. In Sri Lanka, the fishing industry is in shambles, pretty much. But one guy thinks he has it figured out. Just go on camera and take an aggressive bite out of a fish, and hopefully that'll boost sales and revive the industry. Excuse me for a second. What? It seems the country is kind of scared of COVID. And to the rest of the world, that's a free invitation to join the club because since March we've been terrified and with no end to our anxiety in sight, you're right to start asking questions. Questions like, can fish get the virus too? Even though it might sound strange, that's a bit of a justified question to ask because the fishing industry is huge over there, and I can understand it if that was one of the lawyer's main issues that he thought was on the people's minds. Even though it's probably weirder than I would usually come up with, I found out for us. And that answer is pretty favorable for fish because the answer is no. Only mammals can get it, and a body temperature of 36 degrees Celsius, look that up if you're not sure what exactly that means, is most likely to be impacted. And fish, as we know, are cold-blooded, so their temperature varies with the water around them. It seems they're in good shape. So you're telling me fish don't wear masks? I'm never eating seafood again. I seriously doubt you're hearing me correctly. They can't get it, so they don't have to wear a mask. And they're fish. They literally have no way to put one on. And they have gills, so a mask wouldn't cover their face. It would be, you know what, this argument is weird and pointless. I'll just move on. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. This verse is talking about being humble and being blessed. Let's dive in. We know that having humility is very important as a Christian and in everyday life. We need to be able to cast everything on God. One commentary on this verse says that humility is important because it preserves peace and order. And where God gives grace to be humble, he'll give wisdom, faith, and holiness as well. To be humble, in other words, and subject to God, will bring greater comfort to the soul than to be prideful or boastful. And it's not just talking about being humble toward God. It's twofold here. It's talking about being humble toward God and being humble towards one another. In your dealings with other people, be humble at all times. Think about it this way. If you want to share your faith with somebody, if you want to invite somebody out for a cup of coffee, if you want to be somebody's friend, you don't go around being boastful and prideful and really, really puffed up about what you can do and who you are and how great you've done things. That's not the way it's supposed to go. You're supposed to be friendly and nice and kind toward them because the more arrogant you are, 
the less people are going to want to associate with you and the less opportunity you have to show them Jesus in who you are and how you live your life. Basically, the more unapproachable you are, the less opportunity you have to share Jesus, to share your faith and what he's done for you with someone else. So now we know the importance of being humble. That's the first part of this verse. We know how to humble ourselves. And now we get to this next part of the verse, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Now this mighty hand of God phrase here isn't talking about a hand of wrath. It's talking about a hand of protection, a hand of shelter to his people. It's something we've addressed before. The hand of God is a powerful hand, it's a mighty hand, and also it is a sheltering hand. It is a hedge of protection to his people. So if you have a care, if you have something that's bothering you, whether it's something at work or school or at home, just cast it on him and he will take care of it. The answer might not come right away, but it will come. Between the prayer and the answer, God is working. Trust him on that. All you need to do is just cast it on him and he'll take care of it. The way I see it, there's no need to worry if you've prayed. There's no need to worry if it's in God's hands because you've already committed it to him. You already know that it's going to happen according to his will. Whatever happens will be what he wants to happen. And we can rest secure in that because he wants what's best for us. Put it all in his hands today. Surprisingly enough, we haven't heard from Florida in this episode. Hmm, Florida man must still be out to lunch or something. We're all waiting on you, bud. Just come back when you're ready. We'll be here. Anyway, I'd bet you've heard of Bigfoot. You know that large, hairy, half-man, bear, ape thing that people swear they see in the middle of absolutely nowhere all the time? Yeah, somebody found him. But they were disappointed to find out that it wasn't actually Bigfoot. It was just a statue that had been stolen and thrown out on the side of the road for some reason. But you know somebody was weird enough to say, Now's our chance. Hurry up. Give me the scissors. He's sleeping. Let's get a bit of hair from his back to prove he's real. We'll make millions. Given that scenario is probably an actual thing that people have tried, I have a few critiques. I don't believe in Bigfoot and never have, but hold on a second. I'll humor you. You know if Bigfoot was actually sleeping and you tried to cut off a part of his fur, he'd wake up and rip your arms off, right? Yeah, I'd say it's best not to take your chances. Just a smarter idea if you ask me. I've got no idea how they brought it out there in the first place, come to think of it. And that aside, did they just throw it in the road? Think about it, that statue is probably solid wood and really heavy. So it's, in my head, a two-man job. And you're not just going to nonchalantly toss a Bigfoot statue out in the street, probably seven foot tall, 200 pounds, without raising a few eyebrows. It's a delicate task, that's a fact. I appreciate you hanging out with me and taking time out of your week to hear what I've had to say. But that looks like all the time we've got for this episode. You can stay connected easily on Facebook and Twitter by searching Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. That's capital O and official, capital E-B-Z. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and drop a review, tell me how I'm doing, and subscribe if you can. Until next time, God bless you, stay humble, and keep an ear out. <laughs>